Welcome to the Crying in My Cheesecake podcast, where we are in pursuit of living life abundantly, not held back by our body size, nor our symptoms, nor are we held back by our hurts, habits, or other obstacles in life. Learn the secrets to crush it in your health, wellness, relationships, and spiritual life. I am Danielle, your host and practitioner, and in this episode, we are going to talk about the word of the year for myself and everything that I am working on, and it is simplify. I don't know if you pick words of the year or you make resolutions or things, but my heart has been so heavy with the idea of always being overwhelmed. And 2024 for me is about living life abundantly and not being held back by anything, like literally anything. In fact, one of my Wilderness of Wellness members said, Um, She was quoting me and she says, a wise woman recently told me nothing holding us back in 2024. And one of those things that has been holding me back and maybe had a stronghold on me for as long as I can remember. I even think of myself way back in preschool. I don't know about you, but I have memories of preschool and who my teachers were and um, things that we did and the chairs and the smells and all of that. I, I literally remember all of that. And not all of it, but I guess I should say, I remember the experience and what it was like in the classroom. And I, and I think that I have always been this person that feels overwhelmed. And I don't want to be identified by that anymore. I don't want that to control me. So in this episode, we're going to talk more about be simplifying life and what that actually means and why we should consider the implications of living in extreme overwhelm all of the time. And I'm sitting here and I, before I popped on record, I typed in the word simplify meaning into Google. And the first thing that came up says, make something simpler or easier to understand. And one of the words clear, or I'm sorry, one of the words highlighted underneath, like under the similar, um, the synonyms, make simple, simpler, make plainer or clarify, make more comprehensible. And to me, the word clarify jumped out. I think we live in perpetual states of overwhelm because we have no clarity on what it is that we want out of life. We know what we don't want, but do we actually know what we want? And I say that because how many times are we scrolling social media now? We have so much access to so many people and we're seeing their highlight reels day in and day out. And it's like, do I want that? Do I want what it takes to have that? For example, if you are following me or following other people online and you see someone sharing their abs, sharing their abs looks desirable, right? But do you want to have to live the lifestyle and make the decisions of the person that has those abs showing all of the time? Do you want to make those sacrifices in order to have that? Sometimes, some of us have a DNA that will not let our abs show very well. And it's just how it is. But some of us also have the DNA that can show our abs, but it requires extreme attention to every morsel of food, water, supplements, everything going in our bodies. It also requires an extreme amount of focus and intention connecting with the muscles four to five times a week. And a lot of us in our lifestyle, I'm not saying that you shouldn't work out. I'm not saying that you shouldn't eat well. You shouldn't pay attention to what's going in because that's absolutely false. But what I am saying is the amount of attention and sacrifice needing to be made to reach that. 
sacrifices may be not going to weddings or going to parties because you will be so tempted to eat things that are very high in calories and high in calories does not allow you to show your abs. Maybe it is, um, you know, that you're going to eat, you know, you want to go to Mexican or something, for example, and maybe Mexican causes inflammation in your body for a day and your abs are not there for a day or a day to three days. So like there are lots of sacrifices needed to be made in order to have that. So why do we get so overwhelmed? It's because I think we're not clear on what we actually want in life. And that is something that I do very intentionally inside the wilderness of wellness. My ladies inside there, I walk them through this idea of how they can start living life by their design not mine, not another program, not another influencer on social media, all of that. Because I think the problem that we have is, is that we see all of these good tips and tricks and things on social media, but then there's conflicting information and then we get decision fatigue and then we choose to do nothing because we don't know what to do. We see competing practitioners saying one thing, um, someone else saying another thing. And I may be one of those people that are, that is conflicting for you and saying things that are opposite of what you've been taught. And that's kind of my job here. I'm going to ruffle some feathers because I really want to stand out as different. I want you to see my heart. I want you to see that I am a follower of Jesus and everything I do is through a lens of the follower of Jesus. Everything I do, um, even in my own work and in my own healing is because I see that I have value now. I see that I have value. So I want you to see that you have value too. And I want you to know that there's no one blanket way for you to heal and one blanket way for everybody to do everything. In fact, what you're eating right now and the way that you're eating right now should not be the way you're eating in six months from now. Because since six months from now, we're in a different season of life and we have different things going on. We're going to have different stressors and so forth. So eating keto, vegan, carnivore, uh, whatever you want to, whatever dieting pattern you want, We should not be eating like that all the time. Now, can carnivore or keto be used therapeutically? Absolutely it can be, but they're not meant to be a lifetime thing. In my opinion, they're meant to be a short-term thing for healing of certain things. And not everybody, I keep saying the word thing. I'm so sorry that that's that's a pet peeve of mine when I say things. So I'm going to say things. But what is interesting to me is that people will take like, oh my gosh, people are losing so much weight. Like that's, that is where people go. Like, oh my gosh, people are losing so much weight. Let's go get on keto. Let's go do carnivore. Let's go do vegan. Let's go do all of these things. And they don't realize that it is a short term thing. So what I'm actually seeing is when people jump bandwagons is that they want instant gratification. They want that instant satisfaction of of looking good. They want that instant satisfaction of the compliments. They don't want the internal change because if you wanted the internal change, then you would have the realization like, oh my gosh, okay, any change I want to do happens just like healing of a scab. A scab starts as an open festering wound from the inside out, right? The inside has to heal those multiple layers before the outside skin can be healed again. And even then, sometimes that skin looks different. It's left with a scar. And a lot of people don't want to put up with that. They don't want to do that. They just want the instant gratification of the compliments. Oh my gosh, girl, you look so good. No, We are so much more valuable than that. And it always takes me to the vision of the cross. 
Could Jesus have died and sacrificed in another way? Probably. But all of the uh, prophets prophesied in a very specific way, and Jesus fulfilled those, many of those on the cross. And if it was such an instant gratification, or if we were designed to have instant gratification, wouldn't God have just like stepped in and healed us immediately? Can he? Yes, he can. But did you know that sin cannot live with with God? Like God cannot live with sin. And so we had to be cast out. And what he wants from us is us to turn our head to him. There is nothing worse. I'm just going to, I'm going to say it. (laughs) I'm going to go here. And I'm so sorry if you have Labrador retrievers, if you have a lab in your house, I cannot stand those dogs. Cannot stand dogs that are, uh, that want to please their people. I cannot stand it. I think it's annoying when a dog wants to do everything to like please its owner and all of that because it doesn't have its own personality. The personality is people pleaser. The pe- the personality is doormat. The personality is, you know, like, let me do what makes you happy so I don't step on any toes. I like a dog that's going to give me a challenge. Okay, what does that say about me? I like a dog that's going to give me a challenge. Um, I grew up with uh, schnauzers, miniature schnauzers, and they had great personalities. They were not people pleasers by any means. They were very protective and loving. Um, Beagles are not pleasers. (laughs) I had a beagle. Her name was Sadie. And oh my gosh, she was the laziest hunting dog ever. But she was a, a beautiful companion. But she also was a very difficult train. Like we had to train her very hard. And even then to the end, she was still running away and doing beagle things. Then I get married and we have miniature dachshunds. Miniature dachshunds are also hounds and hounds like to run away and they have personalities of their own and they don't want to please you. They want to be in a, it's almost like a mutual relationship with you. And now I have Danifs, which is Great Dane Neapolitan Mastiff mix. I, we chose the Neapolitan Mastiff mix because they'd be a little bit shorter. Um, but it anyway, so, and they don't want to please us. They want to be part of the herd. They want to be part of our group. And so I guess herd pack, <laughs> pack, they want to be part of the pack. And so they have fallen in line with where, what their job is. And a lot of people act like Labrador retrievers. They please everybody. They have this idea that if I'm not pleasing someone, I'm not going to get fed. I'm not going to get pets. I'm not going to get loved on. I'm not going to be loved. I have to please in order to make myself valuable. And that's not the case. You are simply valuable because you are here and you have breath in your lungs. You are valuable because you have a very specific gift for the very specific sphere of influence that you have. And you are responsible for fulfilling that. But you can't fulfill your purpose if you're sitting here pleasing everybody else, not even feeling safe in your own skin, not even feeling safe in your own opinions. Did you know you're allowed to have your own opinion? Did you know opinions are like, okay, do I need to fill in that blank? (laughs) Um, Everybody has an opinion like everybody has a, you know, but you're allowed to have opinions that are different from people because that's what makes you stand out differently. That's what makes you like, that's what draws people to you. I am not here to please everybody. And I can say that now with confidence does it, allow, does it cause me to waver every now and then? Absolutely. I'm human and I have flesh and I struggle sometimes. But 
to this, like right now, as of this recording, I am confident that my practice is different from everybody else's on the internet in, in my local area because I keep Jesus at the center of it. I am going to point you to the healer. I am not a healer. And I'm going to tell you if someone calls themselves a healer that that is and that's antithesis there that's uh, opposite of what scripture calls or tells us to do and that gives us as a red flag all that to say it's a red flag but I'm going to point you to the healer how he designed the body and I'm also going to point you to healing your relationships I'm going to point you to going to the source of the problem. I'm going to point you to things that are in habits and behaviors that are scriptural and honoring of the body. I am not going to provide you energy work. I'm not going to provide you referrals to places that are sketchy and like questionable. In fact, yesterday I went and spoke to my um, one of the elders of my church because I had some questions about some things. And I shared all of my concerns and questions and things. And he said, okay, let's go ahead and pray over this. And so we did. And then as we were, um, as we were sitting there, you know, talking and things, a gal comes up and I'm, I'm on the elders team and I do prayer down at, uh, for altar calls and things with, you know, just our congregation. And I find it an honor to be able to pray over, people in our, in my community at church and things. And this gal, I prayed over her a few times and this gal comes up and just with an anointing spirit had no clue what was going on in my life. And I'm not going to share all that. Cause that's not your, it's, it's my story. It's not public, but she has no clue what was going on with me and why I went to go talk to my elder. And she speaks some very humbling words over me that I didn't know I needed to hear. And it was literally an answer to why I was going to the elder. And I would have not heard that, would not have heard that word had I not stopped, made a very clear decision that this is my priority. My priority, my priority is to not sell out to anything else but Jesus. And I want to stay true to the word of God And if I had not already made that decision forever ago, I would have not been in that moment to ask the question, ask prayer, and then be interrupted by this woman who brought the Holy Spirit's words to me and to him. Like it was crazy that there was witness and then having the support that I need to move forward. You see, it's clarity. Clarity is the key to living a simplified life. Clarity is key to living simplicity in all areas of life. So when we are scrolling Instagram, I say Instagram all the time because Facebook is not safe for me. And I think I've said this before. Facebook is not mentally healthy. It's not a place for my mental health at all. Um, I really don't care what you're eating. I really don't care your opinions on politics. Like I don't really care about anything. So I don't want that kind of relationship on Facebook. Do I have a Facebook? Yes, I do. But it's because certain groups of mine refuse to get off of Facebook. So I have to be on there and I check Facebook about once a month, not once a month, once a week for that group specifically. And they know that. So if there's something important, I just, again, I speak up. I say what I need because I have very, I have clarity And I tell them, hey, if there's something important, make sure you email me or send me a message here because otherwise I'm not going to see it in time if it's urgent. 
So it's just, it's really lovely when you have people, when you can speak up and be, be very clear of what you need, um, you get, you get your needs met. So anyway, um, it's, it's interesting that when we start scrolling social media and we see so much conflicting advice, we see so much, um, marketing and I'm, I'm there too. I'm sitting there marketing. I am because I want to work with the right people. But here's the thing. Just because somebody has fancy hair, fancy clothes, looks cool, looks healthy, looks the part, doesn't necessarily mean that they know exactly what you need. No, that happens in an intimate relationship, one-to-one with your practitioner. That happens in intimate relationships in groups like the Wilderness of Wellness, my community. It happens where you make yourself, you give yourself opportunities to be known. And then that way you can get to know the other people involved. But clarity is not in a clarity does not come with too many things going on. When you feel overwhelmed, my mentor told me, what's the, what's, if you could push publish right now, how would you get that done? What's the easiest step? And that has changed everything on how I'm doing things in 2024. I've gotten very clear of what I'm allowing in my life and what I'm not. I've gotten very clear of what's important to me, what's good, but maybe not good right now. And sometimes those are other people's opinions. I would sit and fret over other people's opinions of me for so long it would take my voice away from me. And one of those opinions is my mom. One of those opinions is people I've worked with in the past. Some of those opinions are people that um, are my competitors, maybe. Have kept, have caused, I've allowed them to take my voice from me. But that's because I was so overwhelmed and I didn't have clarity in my life. So for me, I saw what that did, like what getting very clear on what I want out of life helps me make simplified choices, helps me to make life simpler, easier, and less stressful. Because health, life does not have to be overwhelming. We are the ones that make it as such. Are you in a ton of debt? You've done that. No one else has. Are you in, um, are you struggling with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom versus a working mom versus whatever? Our choices matter. And if we're struggling, is it because of finances and we don't want to let go? Like if we want to be a stay-at-home mom, I lived below poverty for most of my marriage. Most of the time I was married, I was below poverty level. We lived on enlisted, active duty, military income. And I was raising my kids at home. I had student loan debt and we lived below poverty. I don't know how else to say this. It was a choice. I chose to shop. Well, Aldi wasn't close enough, but I chose to shop at different grocery stores. I chose to meal plan. I chose to be very diligent with where my money went when I was a stay-at-home mom. And it taught me humility. We had one toilet. We had one bathroom. I could not have been a stay-at-home mom if we had a you know, even a 2,000 square foot home with two bathrooms. I couldn't have done that. But we chose to stay in a three bedroom, one bathroom home for years. And when I say years, I mean 
seven, 16, 16 years, maybe six to 17, 18 years. That's where we lived. And how many people would give that up or give up the idea of having two bathrooms because, oh, I could never do that. You get real friendly with your neighbors. <laughs> you get real friendly with your neighbors. But that's part of it. We are overwhelmed because it's our own decisions to make ourselves overwhelmed. So inside the wilderness of wellness, I have created this, I guess you could call it course, but it's a course on how to make your weekly routines. Because every time I talk to somebody and they're like, well, if I could just get into routine, it would be fine. Cool. But you have to take action. And you don't need to get on someone else's routine or your expectations, your high level expectations that don't fit the lifestyle you're in right now. That's never going to, you're setting yourself up for failure. So inside this course, inside the wilderness of wellness is I take you backwards. You want these goals to happen, but you have to determine who you are, what you want out of life, and then create your routines out of that. And it's tried and true. I have done it with all of my one-to-one clients from um, before 2024, and it is fantastic. It works. That's inside the wilderness of wellness. And these ladies are um, have access to that and have access to the keys to unlocking this idea of so overwhelmed with that what they quote unquote should be doing. One of my friends, Jen um, Jen Bowers, she lives in Australia, and she if you're in business. Um, she has an amazing program about your brand voice. And so I listened to her for that, but I also listened to her and like, just listen to how she talks about things like, um, finding your voice. She has a podcast called bring back your pink. And I'm going to drop that down below as well. But she has this podcast called bring back your pink. And I find it interesting that she talked about how mother flamingos lose their pink while they're raising their children. But then once their children are older and able to get out of the nest, they get their pink back. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times did I think that I wasn't myself or that I didn't know who I was and I got overwhelmed with what I should be doing and all of that and I was missing the eyeballs right in front of me, the priority. Your pink can come back too. So I'll drop that down below, but she shares in that podcast, she shares extra like stories from other guests that come in and talk about their pink um, leaving and then their pink coming back. And they're very inspirational, almost testimonial um, of how that that podcast works. So I'll drop that below. But I think it's it's interesting to think about simplify this year. My word is simplify. And here's how it looks. I'm simplifying my workouts. I'm not putting expectations on me that I have to, my workouts have to look like a certain way. I am simplifying my routine. I have a very, I'm a very rigid personality. X needs done at this time and this time and this time. What can I get done now? That counts. I'm simplifying how my business runs. You will have this podcast most every Wednesday, maybe later in the week, but you'll have this podcast every week. And you can work with me in only two ways now from here on out, at least until I know what I'm doing next. But you can work with me um, as your naturopathic doctor and you can join the wilderness of wellness.
And I said, and because both of them works harmoniously together and both of them can be separate. The wilderness of wellness is just for women. Sorry, guys. Uh, the wilderness of wellness is just for women, but I do work with men, women, and children as a naturopathic doctor. And I would love to work with you if you if you align with similar values to me. If you want to be working with a doctor and even in a community of other like-minded women that see the world through a biblical worldview, like with biblical lenses, that want to be pushed to be stronger in your faith, build deeper faith roots, but also honor your body in a healing way of the way that God designed our body. You know, I had... Um, I think about this. I'm like smiling. I actually had COVID. Um, what was it? Two. It, it was a week ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. A week ago, um, this past Thursday I had COVID and I was over it so fast and it was amazing. And I just think about how in the, in preparation for that, that I worked with the body's innate intelligence to heal. And the only way I could have done that and the only design that could have done that was God. And it's so beautiful to see people, to see people work through that. In fact, on Friday, I went and got my hair done and my hairstylist, you know, she's so sweet. She's like very much modern medicine minded, which most of us were and are, um, very modern medicine minded and, you know, she started getting sick. And I looked at her and I said, when's the last time you ate? I saw her face just go flush. And I said, when's the last time you ate? And I know that she's an anxious person and has gut issues and things like that. And I could totally diagnose her and take care of her, but she won't let me. Um, because and it's, it's, a, it's that part of belief, right? It's that part of um, believing that this is that what I do actually works. And so I said, you know what, you need to stop, put the bleach down and go eat something now. I said, the bleach will be fine. We, it, it, it's not going anywhere. So she went and ate an apple, came back and she just kept getting sicker and sicker. So she put me under the lights. So instead of using, I don't know, I, my mom's a hairdresser. Um, my mom used to bleach me and then put me under a dryer, like the, you know, the, the chair dryer. Um, but I get put underneath hot lamp, like red lights to process my bleach. And, um, she, sat down next to me and I said, okay, look. So I handed her some um, bitters. I handed her some salt. And then I realized she was drinking Kangen water, uh, alkaline water. And I said, you need to stop that now. And I said, you need to go find a bottle of water somewhere else. And because that Kangen water, alkaline water depletes your stomach acid and causes you to be even more nauseous and have more blood sugar issues and so forth down the line and lots of other things. So she went next door to a restaurant and got a bottle of water and kid you not in the last like 20 minutes, she was totally fine. And she was like, you know, it's not that I don't believe you. It's just, I, it's not normal. It's not what I'm used to. And I'm wondering how many, do, how many times do we get so used to having to feel sick? How often do we get used to the idea of, I don't want to go to the doctor again. I feel miserable and I'm, he's just going to give me a pill. He's just going to give me this. And you actually don't get better. What if you had the opportunity to work with someone that could teach you how to get better? No more like anxiety gone, living your days where you're not feeling like, like, like you're over the edge. 
No more fear of high cholesterol causing you heart disease just like your dad, just like your mom. Your thyroid out of whack and watching your families and your own hair fall out in the shower every day. And collecting that hair in the, in the bathroom and family getting upset about it. What if you could have your thyroid under control? What if your constipation was no longer a joke? You know, the people that can go on vacation and don't poop at all. What if that was no longer a joke? What if your health was no longer a joke? What if the joke of, you know, after you're 30, you should have Tums, Tums candy necklaces was no longer a joke? What if your lab work was actually viewed through a functional lens instead of traditional medicine or modern medicine right now? Because modern medicine, when you pop high, I, pop positive, like it's a drug test. It kind of is. But when you go, when your mark, your lab markers on modern medicines labs go high or seem out of, out of, um, out of range, that is actually a diseased state. Isn't that crazy? Wouldn't it be awesome if you could prevent that diseased state by looking at your labs through a functional lens? Preventative care is here. Preventative care is available to you. And it requires you working with a practitioner who gets you, has a similar worldview so that you can be vulnerable. It also requires you to be in community with others that are like-minded so that you can create human connection and human connection creates change. And I also wonder if sometimes we are dealing with overwhelm in our life because we're hanging out with the wrong people, the wrong crowd. We're hanging out with people that, that um, prefer to bash their husbands, talk about their struggles more than their wins, don't challenge each other on things, don't have in-depth conversations and deeper, deeper connections of accountability. Instead, it's an enabling relationship, enabling you to stay in the box that other people can understand. And I'll be the first to tell you, it's, it's so hard to leave. It's so hard to get out of those relationships. But I wonder if you're also craving a simplified life. And I would encourage you to reach out down in the show notes. Not only will I have the bring back your pink link, but I'll also have um, a link to working with me and a new patient package. I also have links for my free first steps clinic. The first steps clinic is emailed to you every 24 hours. So let's just say you sign up at 3 p.m. You'll get the next email at 3 p.m the next day and the next day. So it's three days emailed to you and it is an assessment, some video teaching. And then at the end, it tells you exactly what your next best steps are and it helps you to choose. I've also asked you to follow me on Instagram if you don't already. You know, last week, last week's episode, I was talking about the geese and and whatever and the compliments and the connections that you guys are making from these episodes are so humbling to me. I literally forget half the things I say once I hit publish and it's up there and ready to go. I, I forget what you, what, what you're, what I've said, but some of the things that come back, you guys are my people and I'm so glad you are part of this community here. I am so glad that you are here. Allow me in your ears. And I don't say that lightly. I say that in the means of like, oh my gosh. You could be doing all of these other things, but you didn't. You put me in your ears. And then the other thing, like I'm just, 
like the connections, connections, human connection, human connection, human connection. That's where change happens. And that's what I want to have here. A space for you to hear vulnerable things, connect with me, and then let me connect you with yourself, with God, healing, with my community, the wilderness of wellness, or wherever it may go. I am here for you, and I am so glad you are here. Thanks for listening to the Crying in My Cheesecake podcast. I hope it encouraged you to make a next best step for your health. Take a look at the show notes for more information or other links I mentioned in the episode. If you got to this point, come find me on Instagram at Crying in My Cheesecake and send me a DM. Tell me that you listened to this episode and what you got out of it.